the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Investments are part of a marriage, too. You invest a lot in a marriage. You together invest money, certainly time, love, energy. You compromise a lot. Marriage is not easy. Some people say their marriages are perfectly easy, that they never fight. Uh, That's got to be a rarity. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. My marriage is now 22 years in. So I feel somewhat qualified to talk about marriage. My parents were married for over 50 years. I observed that marriage. I've watched a lot of marriages. I've seen some marriages dissolve and it makes me really sad. Now, in some cases, I think it's the right thing to do to break up and get divorced and do whatever you have to do, even if you have kids. But I think some people give up on marriage too quickly. That would be my guess. Now, maybe I'm making an assumption here, but hear me out. Because if you are finding bumps in the road of your marriage, you are not alone. This is something everyone goes through. Even Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen, even Bill and Melinda Gates. So no matter how much money you have, no matter how much fame, no matter what you look like, no matter where you are on the socioeconomic rung of, uh, you know, America, there are troubles that can be had. J-Lo's been married how many times? I'm kind of convinced that J-Lo wants to be like Elizabeth Taylor and be remembered for all her different marriages. I don't know. I'm sure hoping this one works. But anyway, none of it is any of my business, but I just have some observations about marriage. And, it, you know, it's coming out today. We're recording this on a Tuesday that Tom and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers, that the Bill and Melinda Gates divorce was incredibly painful. So I thought I'd talk a little bit today about those things. I know Tom Brady a little bit. I wouldn't say I'd call him right now and say, Hey, how you doing? It's not that kind of relationship. It was very professional only on game days and practices and meetings and so forth. But I have a little perspective on that for you and a little perspective on marriage and and what it takes and how hard it can be, but that it is worth maintaining. That's coming up. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. All right. Welcome to Sana Stan. I wish I had coined that phrase myself, but it was a nice um, listener who coined it for me. Sana Stan. This is where we try to get sane. All right. 
I grew up in a house where my parents were married happily for a long time. It wasn't like there weren't public displays of affection. There weren't, weren't, um, but they were strong in their partnership. And I think, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, oh my God, it's like bliss. It's like total la la la. And that's true. I think for everyone that gets married, um, I I'm sure there are some marriages that go on and they shouldn't. I have a friend who told me that when she was walking down the aisle, she knew she was making a big mistake. At that point, you're walking down the aisle. I'm not sure what you do. Um, I suppose you could turn around and walk back. But if you are, you know, up the night before you're getting married and you're thinking, should I do this? You probably shouldn't. But if you are up the morning of your marriage, your wedding day, however you're getting married, and you are just, you can't wait, then you should do it. So I'm going to be all over the place today because I have so many thoughts about this. Um, I'm looking at page six of the New York Post. Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen hire divorce lawyers, sources say. Now, I've covered Tom Brady since the beginning of his NFL career. Never co- covered him in college, but really have seen him throughout his NFL career. I was covering the NFL for a long, long time. Um, he was with Bridget Moynihan at first. They were never married. They had a child together. He supports that child. And from what I can understand, I've never really talked to him about that, but that relationship is amicable. They work through it. Then he got married to Giselle Bunchen. They had two children, a boy and a girl. And, you know, look, um, beautiful couple, right? They're stunning to look at. She's every bit of... It's hard to say who's been more successful. It depends on how you define success, right? He's got a million Super Bowl rings and she's been on a million magazine covers. She's a, uh, my strongest memory of Giselle Bunchen is at the Rio Olympic Games opening ceremony. Ironically, or maybe that's not the right word. I was sitting next to Matt Lauer as I watched the opening ceremony. I was working for NBC and I was up there in the booth with Matt and some other people. But anyway, we're watching. I think Meredith Vieira was also opening the opening ceremony. And there was one part of this opening ceremony where all that happened in this huge stadium was that this sort of lights went in fashion mode. They started playing Girl from Ipanema. And out comes Giselle Bunchen in this unbelievable dress with this slit all the way up to her hip. And she just walked from one end of the stadium to the other. That's all she did. But she walked it like the catwalk, right? She walked it, man. And I remember I was just like, we were all just like staring. It was, she's stunning. All right. She's beautiful to look at. There's nothing wrong with that. And she's one of the pride and joys of, of Brazil. So she, that was about two minutes of the opening ceremony, watching Giselle walk from one end of the stadium to the other. That's my strongest memory of Giselle. She and Tom Brady get married. Whenever I would interview Tom Brady post game after a win, almost invariably, unless he was unhappy with the game, even though they won, almost invariably, he'd say, I want to say hi to my mom and goodnight to my beautiful wife. And he often throw in a line in Portuguese. Um, clearly, they were mad about each other. I'd see her and the family at Super Bowls. Uh, there's always a moment the night before the Super Bowl where the teams come to the field, they come to the stadium and they do a team picture. And the families are always there. And it's a really joyful scene. It's really, really cool. The families are running around. The kids are running all over the stadium. Uh, and Giselle would be there with the kids. And it looked very natural, very happy. 
And I will also say that in production meetings with Tom, you know, sometimes Al would say to him, Al Michaels would say to him, hey, Tom, how much longer? How much longer are you going to play? You know, this is a guy who'd won everything and had nothing to prove and had and he would say again, almost invariably, you got to ask my wife because it was kind of this wink, wink that there was always a negotiation each season almost between Tom and Giselle about how much longer. And he loves playing football, as you can see. And and there seemed to be this tension that as, as supportive as she was of it. She wanted him home more. And I get that because, you know, I was on that NFL schedule, too, for the full length of my marriage so far with raising my kids. And there were times that it was hard. You're so deep into the season and it's full of work and you're gone. And so and, and, and Giselle had this career. She she wanted to give herself back to her career, too. So that's about the extent of my knowledge of their marriage. Having said that. You know, we know that Tom missed a bunch of the preseason. We know that he hasn't seemed himself, at least I'll tell you, in my view, watching him in interviews and so forth, he hasn't looked like himself in terms of his emotional. But this is uh, this is purely observational. I don't have any facts beyond that. But here's what I want to say about my- Faces a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. So here's the article. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen seem to be heading for the end zone. Both have retained divorce lawyers. Multiple sources tell page six exclusively. So I'm reading this from the New York Post. As previously revealed, the couple have been living separately for the past couple of months following an epic fight. Again, this is page six, right? This is kind of a gossip section of the New York Post. And now they're apparently looking at dividing up their multi-million dollar empire. Million? I would have think we're in the close to the bees at this point. I mean, Tom stands to make $35 million a year from Fox Sports after he retires from the NFL just to be an ambassador or announcer or whatever Fox Sports wants him to do. $35 million a year. Uh, quote, I never actually thought this argument would be the end of them, but it looks like it is. One source in the know tells page six. I don't think there will be any coming back now. They both have lawyers and are looking at what a split will entail, who gets what, and what the finances will be. Reps for Brady and Bunchen did not respond to requests for comment. Really? <laughs> Insiders close to the seven-time Super Bowl champ, who's 45 years old, and the supermodel, who's 42 years old, say both are very involved in their children's lives and would share joint custody in any separation. They share son Benjamin, 12, 
and daughter Vivian, nine. And Brady is also the father of son, Jack, 15, with his ex, Bridget Moynihan. Um, insiders say Brady and Bunchen are committed to their children. The couple would likely file for divorce in Florida, as that's where they're primarily based. Legal experts say another source who knows the couple confirmed they are looking at dividing their assets, which includes a $26 million property portfolio. From 2021 to 2022, Brady's estimated overall net worth swelled from $180 million to $250 million. In May, Forbes reported he is now the ninth highest paid athlete in the world, with endorsement deals including Under Armour, Sam Adams, Foot Locker, and Tag Heuer. And then, of course, he's got his TB12 enterprise, which is his whole workout, nutrition. Um, he's got a couple of clubs, one near each of, certainly one near the Patriots uh, Stadium in Foxborough and one in Florida, at least. As Page Six first reported in December 2020, their most recent property purchase was a $17 million home, million dollar home on Indian Creek Island in Miami, nicknamed Billionaire's Bunker. They plan to knock down the 5,172-square-foot, five-bedroom mansion on the two-acre uh, two lot and build a new one, but work has recently stalled on the property amid the marital fallout. The couple also own a condo at 70 Vestry Street in Tribeca, that's in New York, valued at $3.6 million, as well as a $5.7 million property at developer Mike Melman's Yellowstone Club in Montana. Uh, Bunchen's favorite property is believed to be their remote home on the Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica, where the family often vacations. All right. So we've got all of this. Um, a source tells page six that Bunchen's been staying in the Miami home that she and Tom Brady rented in 2020. It's not clear where the quarterback has been staying. So all of this is going on now. Um, I could call my friend Tom Moore, who's the offensive guru consultant for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he wouldn't tell me anything. He is too loyal. He loves Tom. He, he wouldn't tell me anything. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not even going to try. And quite frankly, that's not what I'm about here. Um, it, I, this is an interesting part of the article. Listen to this. Although sources close to Bunchen have stressed that it is, quote, sexist to say the split is over the model's issues with Brady reneging on his NFL retirement, the source in the nose says, as with many marriages, it's not just one thing. Giselle has made it clear that she worried about Tom playing football and that they had had many talks about it, but they have had a series of blowups over the past few years, and this time it looks like there's no going back. All right, fair enough. And when you watch a quarterback like Tua get hit the other night and go into that fencing concussion position, you understand the concerns of someone who may just say, God, let's cut our losses here. We're playing with house money. You've won, what, seven Super Bowl. Let's just go. Let's go on with our life. Um, but I, I, look, I don't think it's sexist to say any of this. What it is is a family situation that that isn't working out for both parties right now. I will tell you that marriage is hard. It's really hard. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's happy. I can tell you that my husband and I went through a stretch where we could not have a baby and it, it nearly broke me. It nearly broke him. It didn't break us. We also, we finally did have a, a son of our own. And then we adopted a little girl from Bogota, Colombia. She was a baby. She was three months old at the time. She is our joy. They both are. And Spending that seven weeks in Bogota, Colombia, where my husband didn't speak Spanish, was a challenge. 
It was a challenge. There are challenges in marriage and there are more that I'm not going to go into because they're too personal and they're really nobody else's business. And I don't want to betray my husband's trust with those, but there are challenges. And I've seen even the most happy marriages run into their bumps. I I can tell you that my mom, who who I just thought always handled things with such strength and grace, had periods of great self-doubt in her marriage to my father. So it ain't easy. But I also know that my husband and I have gotten through stuff. We are very committed to this marriage. And maybe that comes from me waiting till I was 35 to get married. I knew myself really, really well. Now, my husband was a lot, he's seven years younger than I am. So I was concerned about the age difference. I was concerned that he hadn't been through as much as I have in terms of life experience, that he might someday go, oh my God, she's so much older than me. Why did I do this? And believe me, that reared its ugly head when I kept having miscarriages and we could not have a successful pregnancy until we finally did after some luck, after multiple in vitro cycles, after lots of lots and lots and lots of tears. Like I said, that was probably the most difficult thing our marriage has been through. And there have been others, but we were committed to it. And, and, and somehow, some way, I think we're, better and stronger than we've ever been after 22 years. Jeez, I hope I don't get all goofy and emotional here. But I have actually imagined what divorce would be like. And it's it makes me really melancholy and really sad. I don't wish that. I not I would not be happy to see that for anybody. If you're truly unhappy, if you've truly lost all respect for the marriage, if you truly have lost respect for your partner, your spouse, and you need to get out, you need to get out. If there's abuse in the marriage, you need to get out. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying you stay in a marriage at all costs. No way, God, no. I'm not saying that. But the basic challenges of life, and the stages, and the the ups and downs, and sort of the ebbs and flow of the emotions of marriage, and the passions, and all of that, and the waning passions, and the regrowing pa- I you you can ride those out. We are writing those out. We, and we are, we're a team. And, you know, we think about, we plan our future together. We plan everything together. And we do a lot separately. I mean, for the first 21 years, 22 years of our marriage, for most of our marriage, I've been gone half the year. And he's raised the kids while I'm gone. That's not easy. That's a commitment. So I, I guess, you know, look, I don't want to see this happen to them but sometimes it, it does. But I would say there are things that can be overcome. And one of the worst regrets I think would be to get divorced in a kind of heat of the moment occurrence and and then regret it. it. But look, again, I'm not sitting here judging anybody's marriage. I'm just saying it is hard, but you can get through it. And I, and I would also say it's ultra gratifying when you do get through the tough times. One couple that couldn't get through it all, they were married for a long time, 
Bill and Melinda Gates. And there, there are a lot of factors here, right? Um, I'll touch on their marriage right after this word from Legacy Precious Metals. Money is always top of mind, right? Did, you, did I just use the phrase top of mind? I did. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, money is always top of mind. We know that. And yes, we're always looking for money, ways to create money, ways to save money, ways to invest money that are smart. And I would invite you to think about precious metals as part of your portfolio, gold, silver. And when I'm inviting you to do that, I would also invite you to work with the company that I trust when I invest in gold and silver. And that is Legacy Precious Metals. You can find them at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. We're in a weird time. The stock market's all over the place. We know about inflation. Gas prices are coming back up again. They're topping $7 in California in some spots. It's awful. So a long-term play is something you need to think about so that your dollars really work for you for that end game of retirement, right? So Legacy Precious Metals, again, I would advise you to give them a call talk to them, just ask questions. Because I know you hear from a lot of silver and gold companies out there. Why Legacy Precious Metals? Well, I trust them. I, I'd encourage you to call them, get all your questions asked about how precious metals can serve you as a long-term play. Here's the number, 866-528-1903. 866-528-1903. Again, they've got this free investor's guide at their website, website and you can download that at Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com this is a red alert for hard-working americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda wealth protection research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security we're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like jim rickards and porter stansberry they're not afraid to tell it like it is exposing how the system is rigged against you text ideas to 76626 to find out more with the 2024 election storming our way your ira and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs that's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late get this critical report text ideas to 76626 the fight for your financial freedom is on text ideas to 76626 now for your free report that's ideas to 76626 standard text and data rates may apply so it's sad news if Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen are in fact getting a divorce. It, it, it was at one time, I can tell you, an extremely happy marriage from my little tiny vantage point in the corner of the NFL. Uh, and the to the extent that Al, Chris, and I covered Tom Brady for so many years, um, it, it appeared to be a very happy marriage. It, there was always that conversation about how much longer he would play and that, you know, his, his wife, I think preferred that once he did retire after last season, that he stayed retired and he didn't. And maybe now I'm thinking he didn't because maybe he saw that the falling out was too far. And so if, if the, the marriage was going to dissolve anyway, he might as well play, which is what he loves to do. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just looking at it and considering some observations. Then there's uh, this headline in the New York Post, Melinda Gates on, quote, unbelievably painful 
bill divorce. I just couldn't stay in that marriage. So it's really interesting. You think you know someone. I mean, you're as close, you're as intimate, you're as, your spouse is the person you're supposed to know the best and the person who's supposed to know you best, theoretically. And maybe it doesn't always happen that way in every marriage. I'm sure it doesn't. But um, it, it's always a shock when a marriage goes for 25, 30 years and then it ends. And you're thinking, do you really want to do this? But again, every situation is unique. So I'll tell you what this article, Melinda uh, French Gates is opening up about her, quote, unbelievably painful divorce from Bill Gates. I had some reasons I just couldn't stay in that marriage anymore. She told Fortune magazine. Now she's 58 years old. But the odd thing about COVID is that it gave me the privacy to do what I needed to do. That's interesting. It's unbelievably painful in innumerable ways, but I had the privacy to get through it, she continued. Melinda and Bill, who's 66, they married in 1994. They were together for 27 years before announcing their divorce in May of 2021. They have three children together who were always Melinda's main concern during the separation. The former couple also funded the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation together in 2000 and continued to run it together following the separation, um, which Melinda credits for helping her process her emotions. Uh, so I kept working with the person I was moving away from and I needed to show up and be my best self every single day, she admitted. So even though I might be crying at 9 a.m. and then have to be on a video conference at 10 a.m. with the person I'm leaving, I have to show up and be my best. That sounds very challenging to say the least. I learned as a leader that I could do it it reminded me that the foundation calls me to be my best. She added, she shared that working with people dealing with hard times during the pandemic allowed her to do her best working through her own difficult time. I, they, you know, they've built this Bill and Melinda Gates foundation. That's how sure they were. This marriage was going to stay because this foundation is in their names, their joint names as a married couple. And I assume this foundation is going to go on and on. Um, French Melinda told Gail King in an interview with CBS mornings earlier this year that she'd had a lot of tears for many days and was grieving a loss. It is like it, from people I've spoken with that have gone through divorce. It is like a death in the family because it's, it's the death of an idea. Really? It's a death of a commitment. The friendship in some cases is completely over. The marriage is dissolved. and thoughts about what was supposed to be and what could have been and what might have been just go poof, right? I, you know, I, I would work my, listen, it, it, I think if my husband came to me and said, I want a divorce, I, I'd be devastated. Um, and you'd have to be strong to get through that. <laughs> you have to have a lot of support to get through that. I, I, my husband and I have worked so hard at our marriage to, to make sure that, you know, it isn't always easy, uh, but to try to be fair to one another, to try to listen to one another, um, respect one another, make each other laugh, respect ourselves. Cause one of the things that really can happen and has happened in other relationships 
is you're so in love that you put yourself second, that you, your self-worth is based on that person and their affection for you. And that if that ever wavers, you're kind of like lost at sea. It's really, really, really important that you respect yourself as much as you respect the other person and show up for yourself. And remember to sometimes walk away from a conversation if it if you know you're not in control of your emotions at that moment. Go get in control of them. Go get in control of yourself. And be intellectually honest with yourself about what it is you're trying to say and do in that moment. I don't know why I felt like I needed to say all this today. I think I, I opened up the internet, the interweb, as people like to call it. I saw the Tom Brady Giselle news, and it made me sad. And then I saw this... Melinda Gates, Melinda French Gates piece. And I thought it really doesn't matter if how things look from the outside in, you know, these are people of unbelievable wealth and fame. And so then you throw on to the divorce, this everyone's looking. Tom knows that Tom Brady knows that Giselle knows that everyone knows that these people are that that they're under a microscope while go, they're going through one of the most painful things you can go through in life. Most people don't have to deal with that part of it. So that part of it, I think, would just absolutely just suck. There's no way around it. That would be awful. So I am not sitting here trying to make a judgment about Tom and Giselle or the Gates. And I'm not suggesting that they should have stuck it out. I think what I'm just saying today is how sad it is that, you know, these wonderful foundations of family sometimes just can't survive certain things. And I, you know, look, there, there was... I, I forgot this part, which I should throw in about Bill and Melinda Gates. Again, according to the New York Post, it was revealed in 2021 that Bill had a lengthy affair with a Microsoft employee in 2000 and that he reportedly asked out several women in the office while he was married, though it's unclear how much Melinda knew about this behavior at the time. I thought there was also uh, something about him knowing Jeffrey Epstein and having a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, that would make me a little wary too. Um, and I'm just seeing this. So now I'm just going stream of consciousness here. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth protection research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 elections 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Antonio Brown posts Giselle Bunchen photo amid Tom Brady marital drama. So for those who don't know, Antonio Brown is a wide, former wide receiver in the NFL, played with Tom Brady. There's a picture that he has posted apparently of Giselle hugging him. He lived, uh, Antonio was a troubled, is a troubled guy. Uh, he, I, I loved covering Antonio. It, it became clear along the way that this unbelievable football talent had some issues. And apparently he has posted a picture of himself with Giselle. I'm not sure why they're just hugging after a win. It's not like it's anything controversial, but why would you do that? I don't know. Anyway, Antonio, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. You, you cover people in the public eye, you get to know them a little bit, a little bit, you know, some more than others, just based on your personalities and all the rest. And you try to stay objective, but there are some people you really, you know, you hope for them. You want good things for them because you've had good experiences with them. Anyway, bottom line, marriage, tough, challenging, not always easy, worth the struggle in my opinion. However, not every marriage was built on the right foundation to begin with. And if that is the case, then there are plenty of reasons to get divorced. And thank God that's an option for some people, right? I mean, really. Okay, that's my rant about marriage today. I wish Tom Brady nothing but the best. I wish Giselle nothing but the best. I wish their children nothing but the best. It's going to be tough on everyone. And um, if this is in fact the case, if they are hiring lawyers and they're in the process of going through this in the middle of an NFL season, it, there's never a good time, right? But this is tough. It's going to be tough. And to do it under the spotlight that they're having to proceed with, um, that's, that's difficult. That sucks. I wish everybody well, but if you are in a marriage where you believe in it and you're having hard times, as long as you believe in it and you respect yourself as much as you respect your spouse, you can weather a lot. And it is worthwhile to weather it. And if it's not, and if there's some kind of abuse, if it's just ugly, I encourage you to get the hell out. I guess what I would advise my own kids is to make sure there are no red flags when you go into a relationship. Listen and pay attention to the red flags. They're there for a reason. Trust your gut on those. They're not worth overcoming and you can't fix people. So if there are red flags, that's what I would tell my kids, first of all, to be aware of. And I would also make sure that they are really aware, self-aware people, comfortable in their own skin, having enough self-respect and self-love to understand who they are, what they stand for, what their values are, and to make sure that whomever they enter a partnership with 
shares that, shares that foundation, that their vision of the future is similar. I can tell you that when my husband and I got married, it was before 9-11, I had no interest in politics. And the fact that I do now, that's been a tough adjustment for him. It's not necessarily what he signed up for, but we're finding our way together. He's supportive and we're finding our way around all of that and what, how far I would go and how far I wouldn't go in this, in this field. So having said all of that, I'm not a marriage expert. I'm just a gal who's been married for 22 years and I was in the mood to talk about this today. So try to be brave and do good and pay attention to your marriage and to the people who need support. Well, Sideline Sanity, we are very proud to be sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals, and we're joined by Charles Thorngren, the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. Charles, we are hearing now that this is not transitional inflation. This is not a bump in the road. This inflation is going to be here a while. What, what, does that, what does that tell you? You know, that's the scary thing. Um, I think, you know, economies and, and, and such like that, they can deal with small jars. We have a, a unique situation. We had a Fed that waited much too long to react to the situation, calling inflation transitory for a year when everyone knew it wasn't. But more importantly than that, coming out now saying this is going to be here. This is long term. This is not short term. We're going to have elevated rates for the long term. And why that gets really scary is that means the cost of doing business is going to be elevated for years, which means the cost of goods are going to be elevated for years, which means if companies can't make enough money, they will go out of business. This is why we, we hear some of your bigger companies are already talking about layoffs. So it's a unique situation. The Fed found themselves in a very bad place. And they reacted way too slow. And this is why we're at where we're at. So if I'm an investor, then what's, why do I want gold and silver in my portfolio? What, what will that do for me? You know, that, that's a great question. And that's a question we get a lot. And, and really what gold and silver do, um, they act as the hedge against the dollar weakness. They act as a hedge against the other markets. And we know that, the Dow and, and all of your markets, all your indices are, are, are pulling back, right? That's not the issue. It's not what's already happened. It's what's yet to come. And that's where we, we need to prepare. So depending on who you listen to and, and the research that you do, you know, there are case studies of saying expect to see another 25, 20 to 25% pullback in your equities markets based on interest rates and loans and, and the bond markets they're suffering as well. No one's going out to buy bonds knowing that they're going to be um, an increased return on them in three months. It makes no sense. So that leaves you in a position of what to do with your money and how to protect yourself. This is where gold and silver come in. This is why we say this is a long-term play. You buy it, you forget about it, let it do its, its job. And its job is to go up over time as the dollar gets weaker, as the purchasing power gets less, gold and silver increase. It protects that purchasing power. And that's the great thing about it. 
And there's your bottom line and why you need to call Legacy Precious Metals or go download their investor's guide at LegacyPreciousMetals.com. Charles, it's always good to talk to you because these are nerve-wracking times for people. You know, it, it's just the fact of the matter is, as we were told by the, the Fed chair, there's going to be some pain. So if people know that they've got something solid sitting in their investment portfolio, I think they're going to feel a little bit better, right? Absolutely. And, and we, you know, when we look at the actions that have happened just recently, I mean, the Fed has taken a very unique stance and they've done something very um, extraordinary. Three quarters of a basis points raises months in a row. That's one of the largest raises you've ever seen in the Fed through the history of the Fed. And it's not just once. One time is shocking. Here we are on the third month now. And we'll probably do another half a half a basis point next month or, or later this month, possibly even three quarters of a point. So when you look at that and you say that number is going to grow to where the Fed interest rates will be about 5%, unheard of. That means the interest rate to you and I, if that's what banks pay to borrow money, we're going to see, you know, credit cards will probably be over 28, 30% again. You're going to see home loans coming in 9, 10, possibly even 11%. And it's it's a scary time. And this is why we say, okay, know that it's coming. Don't be afraid. You You now are aware. So now you can protect yourself. And that's what we help people do. Don't be afraid. Prepare. Just prepare yourself. And like I say every day, I trust Legacy Precious Metals when it comes to investing in gold and silver. So go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Charles and his group can answer any and all of your questions. Charles, thank you so much. My pleasure as always. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 